Are you ready to be connected? You're listening to the Insured Connection Podcast by Pica Group, a pro-assurance company, where we provide expert advice for your practice when you need it most. We connect you with industry leaders to discuss timely topics so you can listen, learn, and get back to caring for your patients. Now, let's connect. Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Insured Connection. On this episode, we're here to give you a sneak peek into Dr. Justino's upcoming webinar, How to Develop Winning Habits and Procedures with Documentation, Coding, and Audits. I'm your host, Dr. Kirsten K. Shepard, and our guest today is a good friend and colleague, Dr. Vincent Justino. Dr. Justino and I are members of the OUM Medical Advisory Committee. Whether you practice in an individual, group, or multi-specialty practice, our goals are to bring you the most relevant information to help your practice soar and avoid costly mistakes. Welcome, Dr. Justino. Hi, glad to be here. Dr. Justino, just to give a little bit of background information to our listeners, how long have you been practicing? Uh, I have been practicing for about 23 years. Okay. And what is your practice makeup? My practice makeup, basically, I have a family practice and mm-hmm. I see, you know, a wide variety of people from children right on up to, you know, elderly patients. Um, and the, the people that I see most regularly are probably people who are trying to maintain a particular status of function. So, um, you know, sometimes I think I'm tempted to say something along the lines of, you know, uh, preventative care or wellness care. But, you know, what I really look to do is I really look to encourage people to um, have good health practices or good health habits. And people have learned throughout the years that if they do certain things most of the time, then that kind of forms their level of health, especially related to their spine and their nervous system and all of the things that pertain to my scope of practice as a chiropractor. So I tend to have collected a group of patients that hold that as a priority. So we work on um, daily function, activities of daily living, um, obviously regular care and adjustments and using it as a resource to keeping well instead of basically losing all function and then getting themselves back to normal. Wow, that sounds great. And with, you know, the aging population and what we're seeing with just chronic degenerative diseases as a whole. So what can chiropractors expect to learn from this webinar? Well, the big takeaway for me and what I'm really trying to emphasize more than anything else for this is just like in my chiropractic practice, I try and I try and encourage patients and teach them that your habits dictate your level of success in anything that you do. So what I mean by that is, you know, whatever you do regularly is going to define, is going to define what you experience. So Mm -hmm. in other words, if you eat healthy, you know, you're going to, you're going to have good cholesterol levels and you're going to have a decent weight. You know, if you exercise regularly, you're going to have um, good stamina, good levels of strength, healthy joints, healthy, healthy muscles, you know, whatever you do regularly and you make into a habit 
is going to dictate who you are and how you can define yourself. So when it comes to what I teach my patients, I teach my patients, you know, healthcare and being healthy and good function, you know, is going to come through these habits that you just make part of your life and you almost don't even have to think about. So it's really no different when we're educating chiropractors how to have a healthy practice or a good practice. So if you have good habits regarding certain things and you almost make them second nature, then what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot less stress and a lot less worrying and a lot, a lot fewer roadblocks that you actually run into and a lot fewer problems. So the big takeaway for this is these are the things that you're going to do regularly that are going to, that are going to keep you away from problems that are going to enhance your billing, that are going to prevent insurance companies from flagging you. In other words, you know, you're going to learn the things that you're going to have to do regularly to take fear out of the equation and to take any roadblocks out of the equation. And you're going to be prepared and you're going to learn how to keep that a regular part of your daily job as a chiropractor and 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 basically as as an office owner um and as a leader in your practice too so you're gonna you're gonna be there to help your team do things the right way all the time mm-hmm. and I, we all know that you know that fear it can be so real when anyone hears audits because they can be costly um and um one of the things that I think some of us can be guilty of of when we're practicing is complacency. And with the coding and Medicare guidelines consistently changing, you know, it's difficult to keep up with, you know, what the expectations are and what codes, you know, we have to use or modifiers. Um, So you presenting this information is very valuable um, for both, you know, new and experienced practitioners. Want to receive a monthly newsletter with topics from the Insured Connection? Head over to pikagroup.com forward slash Insured Connection and join our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. As someone who personally underwent an audit, I can share that... It does, you know, make you nervous, but I've, I've attended, you know, some of your um, webinars in the past that have been quite helpful. And I had what my experience was, is that, you know, uh, there was one insurance company in particular, and what they sent was a request for a consortium of a few of the patients <clears throat> that we were seeing and they wanted a certain range of dates for each of those files. Um, And, you know, because we were practicing, you know, best practices and our documentation, you know, was solid and it matched what we coded for, um, you know, we didn't have any problems and we weren't, you know, we didn't have any requests for refunds. And I have heard, you know, some of those nightmare stories where, Someone has to pay, you know, the the payer B, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. And they typically want that money back within, you know, a certain uh, time frame. So the procedures and the information you're presenting is going to be really valuable uh, to not only help avoid one, but in the event that you are called for an audit, 
you'll be able to send in that information. Um, what are some of the errors? Uh, if you can just give us an example of one of the errors, you know, that you see that you can uh, bring your staff in just to make sure um, that you are practicing proper documentation. One of the most common errors is uh, not keeping not keeping track of Medicare visits. You know, where a Medicare, like knowing what you're allowed to have, and and saying, okay, so your so your your Medicare visits that you're authorized for are now you know, we have to, we have to uh, put you in a different category now. So what that means is being honest and upfront with the patients to say, okay, you know, you're out, you're now out of crisis and symptomatic care. So you've used this many visits and now we have to change your category, which means we change your modifier and we change the codes that we use, your diagnosis codes. So staying on top of their care plan is going to help you to do that better and more efficiently. And when that happens, and when you're on top of that, then you don't have to worry about something running so far ahead of you where you have to wonder what happened when someone from Medicare asks you or, or, or even denying your claims for that matter. It's just such a more efficient way to do it. So if you keep on top of it, they're going to pay your claims. They're going to not flag you. And they're, it's going to demonstrate that you're much more efficient at what you're doing. Plus, you're going to be very involved in the process of documentation and you're going to know where that patient is at and uh, it's going to help you to care for them better. Absolutely. I know I've, I've heard doctors in the field state that they don't accept Medicare patients because they don't want to have to deal with the extra issue of an ABN form um, or some of those that have cash-based practices, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but it was my understanding that regardless if you have a cash-based practice or not, if you are seeing a Medicare recipient, you still have to turn in and bill Medicare. Is that correct? That is correct. Now, depending on the modifier too. So if a person comes in and let's say, let's say they're coming in for what Medicare covers. Mm -hmm. So if Medicare is provide, and this is where I find the ABN form a very empowering form to use, because if there's an ABN form signed and you're up front that these are covered services and these are not covered services, then the patient is clear on what those are. And there are certain services that Medicare will, will never cover. And one of them, let's say, is a it's a soft tissue code, you know, by doing um, uh, basic soft tissue, uh, you know, which would be a 97140. So Medicare does not cover that code. So for someone that is a Medicare patient who's an older patient, you're probably going to do that service on them. So they have to know up front that Medicare is not going to cover that. OK, however, the other codes modified properly. Yes, you have to bill Medicare for those codes appropriately with the appropriate diagnosis as well. And then, you know, if you're doing it the right way, Medicare should pay you according to schedule. Mm -hmm. And just to expand upon that for those that may be new in practice or, or not familiar with an ABN form that actually stands for the Advanced Beneficiary Notice 
of non-coverage. And Dr. Justino, can you just elaborate a little bit for those that may not really know what that form is for and what it provides to the, the Medicare uh, recipient? Well, what it, what it is, it's, and as you said, it stands for Advanced Beneficiary Notice, and it lets the patient know, and it creates an agreement to state that the patient understands that these are non-covered services. This is what Medicare covers, and this is how much of it they cover, and this is what they do not cover. So it, it clarifies the, the relationship of what, what these people will have to pay. It, it clarifies your relationship in a business standpoint because it lets them know up front what they're going to be responsible for and what they would not be. So it helps to create a seamless understanding prior to treatment being performed. And is that, is that form, am I, am I correct in saying that that has to be done each visit or does it cover a certain time period? They, they have, unless I'm very mistaken, we, you have to do it once a year with all your patients. And as long as it's signed off on and they understand that, then that's it. Um, as long as, and, you know, like this year coming up, you know, we're going to have all of our medication or med medication, um, our Medicare patients, we're going to have them sign a new ABN form as of the first of the year. Okay. Perfect. Well, I think the information, your, your webinars are always interesting and very educational. I think the information presented is going to be extremely beneficial uh, for anyone who's interested in learning more about how to properly uh, document, code, and prevent an audit. And I wanna thank you, Dr. Justino, for being here. I'm looking forward to attending your webinar. And for more information on the webinar, please check our show notes and please attend or listen to how to develop winning habits and procedures with documentation, coding, and audits from our expert, Dr. Vinny Justino. Thank you again, Dr. Justino, for being here. Thanks so much for having me. And that's it for this week's episode. But let's continue connecting. If you're enjoying the Insured Connection, don't forget to leave a review on your streaming platform and subscribe now so you can connect with us each time we post a new episode. To stay connected with us throughout the week and to tell us topics we should discuss on future episodes, go to pikagroup.com forward slash insured connection.